Hey everybody, Merry Christmas and welcome back to the Care Ministries podcast. My name is Josh Masters. I'm one of the associate care pastors here at Brookwood Church, and I'm here with a fine gentleman. I will have him introduce himself. Hey everybody, this is Gene Beckner. I'm the uh, care pastor here at Brookwood, and uh, Merry Christmas, and uh, we are glad you guys are here to join us. Yes, well, we would normally have Doug here, but I think he's Christmas shopping. I think yes, we yes. sent him. He out. better be getting us something. Yeah, he that he better be for missing this. He better be getting <laughs> us something. Is exactly right. But that's a good segue into yes. what we're going to talk about. Perfect. Is our first instinct sometimes is like, what am I going to get, mm-hmm. or uh, how do I make Christmas feel Christmassy to me, and what are our traditions? And we get wrapped up in what has been happening in our Christmases for the last 20 or 30 or 40 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we've been talking about here at Brookwood Church in our most recent series is missing Christmas and getting wrapped up in things that aren't true to the Christmas story. Getting wrapped up in... Yes, exactly. Yes, getting wrapped up. Yes, I like that. Oh, waka waka. (laughs) Um, But we obviously, we don't want to miss Christmas. And so what Gene and I thought that we would talk about today a little bit is how do we incorporate the spirit of Christmas, more spirituality, more of Christ mm-hmm. into Christmas. And that probably sounds a little bit stereotypical, putting Christ back in Christmas. But we have taken him so far out of Christmas sometimes, e- even Christians, um, that it's worth examining. So we want to talk for a few minutes about what that looks like. How do we add more spirituality to our Christmas and to our holiday seasons? And then by extension, to our lives, right? We don't want it to just be at Christmas time. However you have celebrated Christmas in the past into something that might be a little different than what it was. And so even as we talk about these things, I think you have to take an inventory of where you are. Right. Um, because I think if you do too much, it, it doesn't come across the way that you might want it to be. It might come across as insincere even. And I think that that's one of the tricks, Gene, is that when we think about changing Christmas or adding spirituality into Christmas, one of the immediate fears is, well, what do I have to give up? What's going to change in my traditions? Because our traditions are so important to us. And that was one of our previous podcasts was expectations around Christmas. So I think one of the first things that you can do in order to add more spirituality into your Christmas and be closer to Christ in your Christmas is how do you bring back the things you're already doing without getting rid of things? And there may be things that you do have to get rid of. But without getting rid of things, how can you put a greater focus on Christ and on the spirit of Christmas into the things that you're already doing that you don't think much about. Many times we do traditions just because they're traditions. So I, I had talked earlier about how much I love my Christmas tree. Like, there's no fake Christmas tree at our house, and you should cut down your own Christmas tree, and it needs to be decorated, and the decorations have to have meaning, and I love my Christmas tree. And a lot of us love our Christmas trees, but we don't think about, like, why do we have a Christmas tree? Mm -hmm. So look back to the original spiritual meaning behind our traditions, because a lot of them have that. So the Christmas tree, since I brought that up, uh, an example of that is One of the reasons that the Christmas tree became the Christmas tree was because when missionaries were first witnessing to the Vikings who lived in a harsh environment, they used the evergreen as a symbol of God's unending love and that the triangular shape of the evergreen tree represented the Trinity of Christ, Mm. the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that was the birth of – that was sort of how the Christmas tree started. And then later on, years later – 
Martin Luther, who started the Reformation, added candles. He was the first one to light the Christmas tree. Hmm. And he added that as a symbol of the light that Christ brought into the world when he was born. But we don't think about that. We just say the tree has to be decorated in a certain way. So one tip is to take the traditions that you do love and research them and meditate and think on what is the spiritual meaning behind them. And then if you find you have traditions that actually don't have any spiritual meaning, then you can ask yourself, do I need to keep this? And I think if you're the head of your household, um, you know, taking the leadership on that and you know, it could be even as you're decorating the tree or, as, you know, in a, in a moment where you're sitting around the tree and you're looking at it to be able to say, you know what, does anyone know where this came from? You know, because I have two, two uh, you know, teenage girls right. who, you know, may get caught up in the commercialism of the holidays to be able to say, hey, do you know where this came from? And to be able to interject that. And you, like you said, you continue to do your tradition it's just now you're helping them understand, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. Because mm. I think there are a lot of things, and, you know, like one thing here at Brookwood, uh, which I'll talk about our services in a minute, we light the candles and sing Silent Night mm-hmm. when we end our service. But a lot of people don't connect the dots, so to speak, just like what you said with Luther, is that, hey, this is you choosing to connect to the light that's in you as a believer and then sharing that with someone else so that, uh, you know, a whole room goes from being dark to lit up. Well, that's the good news. That's the way the world should be. That's how we should be as Christians. Yeah, that's right. And another thing that you can do around that is not every tradition does have a spiritual root. Sometimes they have family roots. Sure. Right. So if you always at our house, um, I have a little we call him the little man. He's an old elf that looks like the elf on the shelf, but it was Mm. long before that was invented. It was a Whitman elf that my grandmother put out every year. And so now to remember her, I put that little elf on our tree. And my wife Gina's grandmother loved cardinals, so we put a cardinal on the tree. So for traditions like that, you could say, ask your family or tell your family, this is what I learned about God from my nana, or this is what I learned from God about my grandmother or my uncle or whoever's tied to that memory, and ask the family the same thing. And uh, one thing I, I might recommend, not that we're about selling books, and I have no connection to this book, but a great little book for, um, like, <laughs> this is not an official endorsement. Okay, so you don't get any... Uh, uh, there's no up. royalties, okay. right. yeah, like, we didn't receive um, anything. But there's a great little book called 25 Days, 26 Ways to Make This Your Best Christmas Ever by Ace Collins, uh, and it's a great devotional that you use for the days leading up to Christmas that change your perspective on the common traditions that we all have, which is where I learned that story about the Vikings and the Christmas tree. So there are times, though, when we need to completely refocus and and really put our focus on Christ rather than the traditions that we already have. So what are your thoughts on that, Gene? Well, like going back to what you said about the elf, um, you know, from your family, and and it's a reminder, you know, of people that have gone before you and the impact they had on you. Mm-hmm. You know, like one thing we do on our tree is is we have um, uh, ornaments from previous years, and a lot of times it's a um, it has a year on it, 
And so if we've traveled somewhere in a year as a family, we, you know, get a little memento, we put it on the tree or whatever. So that could be the family tradition part. But then saying, you know what, as I reflect on this, you know, where is God in that? Right. And being able to go, you know, here's something that I'm thankful for. I'm Mm. thankful for the fact that we got to go. I'm thankful for the fact that we all came back safe. So I think as you try to transition to saying, okay, I want to have our Christmas time be more about Christ. I think as you mentioned the book and and I know here at Brookwood we have um, uh, a little magazine, an Advent magazine, where you can read a devotion per day. I don't think it has to be overwhelming to you if you've never done it before. You know, it's a short devotion. It's a question to think about. I mean, you can take the Sunday morning um service that we have here at Brookwood. There are questions to think about that you can reflect on. And I think as you add that to your time individually as well as a family, it starts to put the focus more on Christ Mm. and what Christmas actually symbolizes for us and not what the world would say that it symbolizes. Right. And so like here at Brookwood, you know, we have services on Christmas Eve on Sunday the 24th uh, at 930, 11, and 1230. As we go through our service, there are questions that you can take home with you and that you can reflect on. And one of the questions, which I think is a, is a really good question that you can ask yourself and with your family is, you know, what would cause me or what would influence me to seek Jesus more. Right. The great thing about that question is it doesn't matter where you are in your walk. You know, sometimes people uh, are hesitant to to become spiritual because they're afraid that those around them will not accept it or they won't do it right. Mm-hmm. But that that's a pretty personal question to just say, okay, what would cause me, what would influence me, what would make me seek Jesus more than I am now. Whether you're, you feel like you're on fire for the Lord and you're really connected with him or whether you feel like you're really far away from him, the question is just what would cause you to take a step? Hmm. You know, what would cause you to move forward in that? You know, and, and as we read in Luke, we see that the star had a lot to do with that. You know, the idea that the people knew the Messiah was coming and they felt like that was a sign. You know, the angel comes to those, to the shepherds and says, here he is, the wise men go. So everybody had their reasons. But before you open your presents on Christmas, that may be something that you could begin to add that spirituality to your time to say, hey, instead of just rummaging through all our stuff. Because see, when I was, you know, I, I grew up heathen, so I don't I don't have any background. <laughs> Bonafide. <laughs> I was, man. Yeah. And... It, it didn't mean my parents didn't love me, and it didn't mean that we didn't have good good family traditions, And but it was all about presence. Hmm. It wasn't really about who the real present was, you know, and who, who was responsible for the blessings in my life. Right. And so even if you, you know, I, I use the word cause yourself to pause, you know, to be able to just pause for that one second, that one moment, and say... You know, what, what would influence me to, to seek him more than I am now? And go around before you open a present. And even if you can't come to Brookwood, even if you're listening to this and you're going to be out of town or you're going to be somewhere else, that's a great question to ask all year round. Right. The great thing about Christmas is you can start new traditions this go around. 
and then you can add to them as you grow in the Lord and as your family grows in the Lord. Right. That's exactly right. And I I think that we want to make sure that we also point out that a great way to bring Christ into Christmas is the Word itself, Mm -hmm. right? Because in John, it says that the Word became flesh. So what we're really celebrating at Christmas is the Word of God coming to earth to save us. And I think so often we can say, wow, it would be so amazing, so amazing to have been at the first Christmas. But we can be directly with Christ on Christmas Day because Christ is the Word. Right. And anyone can open up and read the Christmas story, right? So that's that's a simple step as well. And you talked about reading, and I mentioned Luke, but I didn't give the verses. It's actually Luke 2, verses 8 through 20. Right. Well, Josh, thanks for... uh, Spending some time with me here before Christmas. I know you're uh, you're, you're going to be flying out of here soon. So uh, Yes, going to visit people. Yes. And Merry Christmas to you as yes, well. thank you. And for everyone that's listening, from everyone here at Brookwood, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And again, hope to see you on Christmas Eve as our services are 9, 30, 11, and 12, 30. And um, let me pray for us, and, and then we'll go. Mm. Lord, I thank you for... Uh, our time here as as we talk about your son, as we talk about the reason for hope and uh, for salvation. And Lord, I pray that we will be able to add uh, something new to our celebration of Christmas that is remembering your son and remembering all the blessings that you give us. And uh, I pray that everyone that's listening to this podcast will experience you in a more meaningful way, a more tangible way, that we can look back to this year and say that was the year where God became more real to me. And um, so we give you the honor and the praise and the glory. Jesus, it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Care Ministries podcast from Brookwood Church. If you'd like more information about today's topic or you need support, you can call us at 864-688-8355. You can also learn more about Care Ministries by visiting www.brookwoodchurch.org care. And make sure to check out all of our upcoming events and support groups on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash brookwoodcare. We'd love to be an encouragement to you as we walk together in a healing relationship with Christ. Until next time, God bless.